the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The West Automotive Group presents Auto Talk Radio with host Brian Bowersock and co-host Kevin Bowersock. Today's show is brought to you by West Escondido, West El Cajon, West Kearney Mesa, and West Miramar Automotive and Transmission. All part of the West Automotive Group. Get your automotive questions answered. Call Brian and Kevin at 1-888-344-1170. That's 1-888-344-1170. Now, here's your auto talk host brian bowersock all right folks welcome to auto talk radio i'm your host brian bowersock in the house with me is my co-host mr kevin bowersock you over there yes indeed it's, it's morning it is morning it is morning for sure huh it's one of those things it is very much morning welcome to uh, auto talk radio this morning uh um what are we talking about today 10 things at least 10 things that you need to look for when buying a used car, huh? You know, the weird thing is, uh, 10 years ago, if you would have asked me, I was thinking about it this morning, too, because I was uh, 10 years ago, you would have asked me, it's a whole new ball game of buying used cars. It used to be, do you want a car or a truck? That was your first decision. But now, with all the apps and all these functions, and there's way more to it than just, what are you comfortable in driving? You know what I mean? Correct. Okay. And then we still have the old options, four-wheel drive, this, you know what I mean? <laughs> there's a lot of things that need to be looked at. Before you purchase a used car. And let me tell you, the money you spend on a pre-purchase inspection can save you thousands of dollars and also lots of headaches. Yes. Because it can get really expensive if you buy the wrong used car. Well, and you know what? If you're in a hurry or or something, I mean, I've even bought cheaper cars. I mean, I, I wasn't paying a lot for them, but I didn't think, you know, I, I, and, and I, I probably could have took a little longer to think i mean it wasn't like it really hurt me is what i'm saying but you i've even bought cars that i didn't realize something was wrong with them you know that's why i'm the, correct and, and we obviously fix our own cars i mean yeah, that's what different. i'm saying i so it'd be easy for somebody that didn't know to miss a lot of things but if you didn't pay much for it and you find out something major is wrong with it then you just dump it <laughs> you know what i mean i i know but most stories that i hear aren't aren't like that where somebody you know they, they found their dream car they went out and bought it they were excited when they bought it and they missed some things because you know i mean that is a cool and, thing and that's where it gets expensive yes not not the 500 hundred dollar chevy chevette i bought when i was in the navy i knew there were some things wrong with it when i bought it and i just kept patching it together because it 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 served its function. It, it, it was a car. <laughs> the car owed you nothing when it was done. It probably had a lot of two by fours hanging out the back of it. And <laughs> it was my truckster. Well, I had that in my motorcycle. I mean, as a young guy, who's was here in the Navy, so I rode the motorcycle to work most time. But when it rained, it was nice to have that little Chevy Chevette to climb into, and it was dry and dry. It wasn't all. It wasn't a funny car at that point, was it? <laughs> it was. It was sweet and beautiful. <laughs> so that's the first car I bought here in California. And I bought it, like I said, it was it was this weird blue color, and somebody had painted it with like a roller or something. That was I, typical back in the day, though. Whatever. You the farm never, guys used to paint their cars. <laughs> should never paint your car with a roller or a paintbrush. I'm just gonna say, even even a rattle spray can's a bad idea. It just doesn't work out so well. Don't you remember that 49 Dodge that Dad brought home the the last 49 Dodge he brought home? When we started working on there was like 10 coats of paint, and they were all rolled on with a roller. That's one way to protect your truck. Well, and back then, paint was a little different, too, on the car. It wore out easier. Now, I mean, cars now, painted the technology that goes into it, man, how beautiful they are. Um, paint lasts a long time, pretty much. Paint lasts a lot longer in your car than it does in your house, I can tell you. <laughs> There's no lie to that. There's no lie to that. Unless you get one of those that the clear coat comes off of. But anyway, so that is what we're talking about this morning. And uh, um just it, because there's a lot of things to get into this, we're also going to talk in it. And another big thing that comes with uh, um, that concerns me with used cars and, and things you got to look at. Uh, I mean, there's so many things to look at, but uh, um, we've had a lot of hurricanes and a lot of cars get flooded. Yeah, and they do ship them out to places. They get they get brought into the used car. They're field. supposed to be totaled out. 
and uh, insurance companies actually total them out, and nothing's ever supposed to happen to them, but some of them do. Different states have different rules. Like California here, we have a lot of rules when it comes to salvage cars, and they have to be marked salvage. Um, so typically, if an insurance company totals out the car, um, then the car needs to be um, marked as salvage. I mean, that's typical. But each state have different title requirements. So you could end up with one of those cars and not know it unless you looked at it properly. That's one of the things we're going to talk about. Well, and that's what I'm saying. I've even missed things like that when I went to buy them. And, and that's what I'm saying. It didn't discourage me because normally when I go out and buy a car, I'm not – I haven't got – actually, I'm starting to get to that point in my life where I want to buy a nicer car. But, you know, we don't have the kids and the dogs and all that stuff we used to have. So it just depends on what the purpose – what your I, – I mean, if you're spending a bit of money on a car, you want to make sure that it's a quality car. There's no question about it. And that, that's really what it comes down to. So with the I'm high price tag of new cars, super quick and ask you a quick, quick question, both financially and an auto kind of question at the same time. Sure. Uh, so is it best to buy just a used car? Because I've heard if you buy a new car, it depreciates by 20% as soon as you drive. As soon as you lot. drive it off the lot. It just, yeah. Okay. So two things to that it depends on if you're going to keep the car for a long period of time. So you do your due diligence, you find a quality car. If you're going to, and it's time to buy a new car. Like I just, but as you guys know, I had the F-250, over 350,000 miles, drove the heck out of the truck. It was time for me. I decided I'm going to buy a brand-new car, so I bought a brand-new Ford Ranger. Now, I'm telling you, I'm going to drive that truck 350,000 miles. But I do my due diligence to what I wanted and what I needed and what's going to work for my purpose. So it's okay to drive a car like that. But when you buy a brand-new car every three, three to five years – yeah, you're losing a ton of money. It's a, it's a terrible idea. Um, and, and you can find good quality used cars, obviously, like you said, save 20%, especially if you find one that's like 30,000 miles or less on it. Somebody else lost the depreciation when they drove it off, and you're getting the same benefit. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? It's still low miles, too. So that's that would be my suggestion when it comes to uh, – to that so each each process is a little different depending on what you plan on doing or that but yeah you can you can find a really nice used vehicle with very low mileage on it like 10 to thirty thousand miles and and you're right you save a ton of depreciation on it well i i also got to say sometimes when it comes to cars cars are one of those things it's almost like i want to say this loosely it's hard to uh you're never going to, I mean, you get, you get out of your car every day instead of at the end of it. It's not like a house where you think you're going to make an invest. You get what I'm saying? A car is a little bit different. It's not that kind of an investment that. Well, cars continue to depreciate. But you get the value out of it every day as you're driving it. Not in the end when you turn around and try to resell it. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So to me, I don't look at cars as an investment normally when I'm. A car is not an investment. It's a tool. Get you to work, get you to, I mean. Because you get that investment every day back from it is what I mean. Not in the end. You can't turn around and sell it and make it, well, some cars that are. But you, know you don't want to lose any more than you have to. So, therefore, you know, if you continue to buy new cars all the time and lose the depreciation see, that's, on them. Yeah. But, that, that you, so, it just depends on what's best for you. But, you know, good, you can find a good quality used car with low mileage. And like, like Brendan said, you know, save the, save, save the drive-off cost is what we'll call it. So it's just a good way to go. And then one last question. What's blue book versus black book value? <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah. Okay. So, so you know what blue book is, right? Oh, yeah. Well, blue book is, uh, is tells you the value of a car. So when there's all – when you say blue book of car, there's there's – you look at – and they mark them like excellent, good, fair, condition, you know, depends on those kind of things. And then you put in the mileage and all the options, and it tells you what the value of the car is. I black, I never heard this black book thing. I don't know what. Well, it, and I've been around a long time, so. Yeah, but blue book too is only on v- a true value of the car. It's not on demand of the car neither. So if you if you have high demand of a car, you, they might be selling for more than what Kelly's calling out for too. Oh, for sure, for sure, no question to that. But I mean, I, and it comes on with demand. Obviously, cars right now because we're short on demand. Uh, are there's an extreme? Uh, uh, people have raised the prices on them, and people are paying it. So. It is what it is. What, where do you get so this black book? Black book actually deals with more up-to-date cars, sales, and wholesale pricing values, oh, which is more useful for car dealers. Like a dealer so, thing. So, you know, like right now, the black book value that I see what you're saying. Okay, so the black book value is going to be higher on most cars right now than the blue book value because the demand is there. We're short on cars. People are trying to buy cars, and everybody's – the prices they're pushing up. And dealers are getting some serious money for cars right now. Uh, um, 
as far as that goes. So that so, would be the black book. Well, the, the problem oh, I was is going to ask. Sorry, I'll go first. Uh, so if I'm a private seller, is it best to follow the black book value then since it's a higher price and I'll probably get something or probably best to just do the book value? <laughs> I'd go to black book value. So in which was the same thing as like, you know what I always tell people? <clears throat> people are always like in previous, even to this situation that we're in now with cars, uh, uh, the high demand, low, low, low amount of cars. And there's a high demand for them. Um, I always tell people like, like, it's great to know the blue book, but get on someplace like they sell cars like like uh, Auto Trader used to be online is online and all that and see what those cars are selling for because it may be more than what the blue book is and if all these people are listing them for more then sell your car for that which would be the black book. See, this is another thing with blue book thing. I always tell people because somebody will go, or is my car worth it? Well, I, when I own a car. I could own a little beat up truck, but I think it's way worth more than because of, of the value I get out of it every day by throwing whatever I'm putting in the back of the bed. Correct, you know but that, that doesn't mean you could sell it for that. No, 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 no. But that's why that's why the car value thing is really it's a really yeah depends on what you're doing <laughs> with it. Does that make sense, Brent? Absolutely. Okay, so now I'm I, looking up to see how much my car is worth. Uh, gotcha. Gave me a low value, but it might yeah, be worth not. more to you personally than it is to anybody else. Is what I. That's what I was trying to say because, like, I have cars that other people are like. I don't want nothing to do with that car. But I'm like, that thing does fits me just fine. Well, it's back and forth to work. I, you know what I mean. It, it also depends on what it's going to cost you to replace it if you had to. So, well, I normally when I used to work a lot, I used to drive a little more junkier cars because you know you get oil smells on you during the day. <laughs> And it tends to stick in your car. So that car only I drove back from forth to work. That was it. <laughs> well, yeah, some people have those for depending on the job that they have. So, so um, a couple things though. Uh, we've obviously talked about the different the value of the car and how, how you know. So th- there's a lot of things that you need to think about. Uh, I, one of the things when when we get a client that that wants to that that has a high. Let's say you end up with a vehicle that needs a transmission replacement. The things that we often uh, uh, discuss with a client at that point is, okay, yeah, this is the cost of fixing your car. And a couple questions I ask them, like, does this car still do what you needed to do for you? You know, as far as that, like, maybe it's a pickup truck and you need a pickup truck every day. And so, so yeah, the answer to that function. would be, yeah, function. Does it function? Yeah. Okay. Um, if you were to replace the car, what would it cost to do so? You know, some of these vehicles, like, I was talking to a guy the other day, uh, 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 um, a Dodge Diesel and it lost the engine, and it's it's one of the new eco diesels, right? Um, it's fourteen thousand dollars to put. Is, a, is that a just motor. the engine, or yeah. that labor too? Uh, no, it's like yeah, labor. It's like fifteen thousand total to put an engine is. I was gonna say I can see one of those engines costing fifteen grand. <laughs> it could, but I mean, it's, it's a couple. It's like a five year old one. Okay, but um, the point to this is, um, without question, to replace that truck's eighty five grand, eighty thousand, yep. eighty five thousand dollars. So. That you know the the value of putting the engine is way over our, our, our runs replacing the truck. Yes, because if you were going to try to trade it in, you're not going to get hardly anything no. for it with a, with no with a bad motor. So the, those these are the items. And the second thing is, um, if you take this truck that that would cost that to replace it, versus and what the insurance going to cost and go up, and and then the registration is a lot higher for on a brand new car. So all these items get figured in there that you have to take a look at. When you're making a decision, or am I going to fix a car or not? Now, that really has nothing to do with buying a used car, except for it has to do with buying another car or replacement. So, so there's a lot of different things that go into weighing to make a determination on if uh, you should purchase a car or not. This is right here was when someone looks at me and goes, should I buy a new car? I'm like, there's so many thoughts that go through my head. I'm like, okay, well, I don't even know where to start with that. Well, you have to consider all the options. And I know. What's there's right a lot of them, though. There is a lot. That's why when your brain's like overloaded with all the... Uh, <laughs> So we're going to run down uh, uh, some things to definitely look for when buying a used car. And, and the first one it, thing to do is something that's – that's this is hilarious to me that it's actually on here, but test drive the vehicle. It's always been best to take the car on a test drive, both local roads, highways, different environments. You can get a good feel for how the car responds and performs on local roads. That's another thing. How do you feel sitting in the driver's seat? Because sometimes car seats hurt people's backs or their sciatic nerves, whatever. Just – how did do, how does the car drive? You know, as yeah. far as that goes. I mean, um, is there blind spots for you? Is there? I mean, there's so many different things that come with the car. You know, I've actually sold cars before that people drive. Up. They look at the car and they're like, "Okay, I'll take it." And I'm like, "Don't want to drive it." Well, yeah, how do you how know, do you know, know it you're not going to be comfortable in it? <laughs> how do you know it even runs? <laughs> I've gotten in cars before where they're. You know what? I feel like they're made for taller people, or they're made for shorter people, or you know what I'm saying? Because I've gotten in some Cadillacs where I'm feeling like I almost I can't touch the brake pedal. <laughs> 
I'm saying. I need a booster seat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's one of those things. Um, yeah, so every car is not for every person. So how's the car shift, drive, respond? Does it turn good? Uh, you also get a good idea on the condition of the brakes. Stop and go. Uh, with a trip on the highway, you can note if the engine runs smoothly or not. Why on on the test drive? Keep your eyes and ears open. Make sure you note any unusual engine noises, drivability, handling, etc. with the vehicle. And in doing so, you know, you can kind of make a determination. Um, a test drive's very important. In, in a longer with different road conditions, you know, through the city and then on the highway and different things like that, give you a good feel of the car. And it's something you need to do. So when you start looking to buy a used car, uh, make sure, or even a new car, because like Kevin said, blind spots, et cetera, affect people different, different heights, different things. You you need to really spend some time in the car. So one of the things that, that we often recommend is if you can find somebody that rents that same model of car, like a car rental place, Rent the car for a week and drive it around. It's a great idea. You know what? With all these places out there, you can rent any car anymore. I mean, you don't have to go to a bigger place. Now they have all these like apps out there. You can really rent, rent any car you want now. Yeah, you can rent somebody's car that owns it. That's like what this. I meant. So and get that model of car and drive it around for three or four days. Spend the money on that. And then you know, hey, I like this car. Or these are things I don't like about this car. Maybe I need to look for something else. This is where these options of used cars, like this new, these new car, these new apps that are popping up and stuff. There's all kinds of new options to buy a used car now. Absolutely, absolutely. All right, everybody, we appreciate you joining in this morning uh, here to Auto Talk Radio on the Answer San Diego 1170 and uh, K Praise. We're going to take our first break, and we'll be right back after these messages. There's more Auto Talk education and empowerment on the way here on Auto Talk Radio. Get on the line and get your automotive questions answered by the Auto Man here on Auto Talk Radio. Brian Bowersock, 888-344-1170. Now, here's more Auto Talk with Brian Bowersock. All right, folks, and here we are back at it again, as always, talking about buying a used car. So, some great, great stuff. Brendan had some awesome questions. We always appreciate your questions, Brendan. Yeah, he does his research and tries to stump the auto man, but he did it with a black book thing. So, <laughs> Brendan just figured out in break that his car's <laughs> worth like $4,000 more than he paid for it. But here's something that we also figured out during break that was very important. And that is if he was to sell the car for that $4,000 extra, every other car right now is higher priced because of uh, the need for cars and the the... the and, uh, low inventory, so uh, we're not sure that he'd be ahead unless he rode a scooter to work for the next 12 years. In the end, it doesn't matter. <laughs> In the end, it doesn't matter. Is your car running well, Brendan? Absolutely excellent. I took it to your shop, actually, this past Tuesday. I saw Fantastic. you on the schedule. It's running like a charm. Awesome. Glad we could take care of you. That's what it's all about. Motoring Happy around. customers. That way he can keep motoring around San Diego, huh? <laughs> we'll be waiting for your five-star Google review. Thank you. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Are you a reviewer, Brandon? <laughs> I'm sure he is. You know, he seems like a reviewer. Anyway, everybody, we appreciate you joining us this morning. I do want to remind you, Auto Talk Radio is brought to you by the West Automotive Group, which consists of West Escondido Automotive and Transmission up at 2200 Auto Parkway in Escondido. Uh, AAA approved and star certified for over 28 years, taking care of folks up there in the North County, along with West El Cajon Automotive and Transmission out at 844 North Johnson Avenue in El Cajon, AAA approved and smog certified, taking care of folks out there in East County for over eight years now. West and West Kearney Mesa Automotive and Transmission right at 8027 Balboa Avenue, right in central San Diego, right there, taking care of folks for over four years, AAA approved and smog certified. And last but not least, West Miramar Automotive and Transmission, 5726 Miramar Road in Eastgate Mall, right here in the Golden Triangle. AAA approved and star certified for smog, smog almost said smog, for smog. Uh, taking care of folks for over two years right here in the Golden Triangle. All of us at the West Automotive Group, my employees, uh, myself, come together to bring you Auto Talk Radio for one simple reason, and that is we truly believe in the same philosophy. We never put money ahead of people. Very important to us. Stop in to have your vehicle service repair and find out what quality automotive service repair is all about for sure. Um, the West Automotive Group is proud to offer six months no interest with uh, our West Automotive Group cards. Uh, you can get a card. You can reuse it over and over again. And anytime you need service or repair, uh, you can get six months with no interest. Uh, definitely saves you other credit cards and uh, saves you a lot of money and interest if you get it taken care of in that six months. 
uh, please ask any of the service consultants at uh, any of our four locations or the manager, and uh, they'll get you handled and signed up and taken care of. Very easy, simple process. Um, also, you can take advantage of our CertiCare transmission diagnosis. You think you have a transmission problem on your vehicle? Stop in and uh, get an appointment with us and let, let us get it diagnosed properly by our experts um, when it comes to transmissions or in all other auto repair. Uh, we only hire uh, master certified technicians, and uh, for one simple reason, uh, I truly believe and, and know that the best money spent on any repair uh, is the actual money spent on a qualified diagnosis by a qualified technician. It will save you so much money in the long run by having your vehicle diagnosed properly versus just throwing parts at it gets very expensive that way. So uh, take advantage of our CertiCare transmission diagnosis along with our free shuttle rides to or from work or home and low-cost rental vehicles at all four locations. Uh, you can also check us out at westautomotivegroup.com. That's westautomotivegroup.com. And uh, from there, you can do cool stuff like follow us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram uh, by going to westautomotivegroup.com and just clicking on them. Get you all signed up there. You can also make appointments, find out what we're all about, uh, and... Uh, Ask any questions you want straight from there. That's, once again, westautomotivegroup.com. You can check out my Automan segments where I'm the Automan for the CW uh, on Friday uh, morning news, or Friday evening news, and uh, for Fox 5 on uh, uh, mid-morning news on Wednesdays. And uh, you can go right there. But uh, if you click on the Automan, it'll take you to the YouTube channel where they're all posted afterwards, and uh, you can see them right from there. Or you can click on Auto Talk Radio, which is uh, what you're listening to now. Uh, and uh, you can go see all our podcasts in my Auto Talk Radio page also. Straight through westautomotivegroup.com is the best way to get there. Um, you can also email us anytime at autotalk at westautomotivegroup.com. That's autotalk at westautomotivegroup.com. So great ways to go. Uh, always here to help you out when it comes to automotive-related stuff. Just all, all, all good stuff. Right, Kevin? Yep. <laughs> yep. So we're talking about uh, purchasing a, a quality used car and purchasing any car to be honest with you but um obviously when you buy a new car it comes with a warranty so some some items aren't near as important uh but uh um the first one the test drive and making sure a vehicle fits you perfectly is a great way to go for every single vehicle as far as that goes that you want to purchase no matter what now some of these we're going to get into next really have to do well actually number two has to do with a new vehicle or used vehicle also and that's the aesthetics inside and out both the inside and outside condition of the car play a large factor in value. So, uh, but I, I think aesthetics uh, with a new car have to do with do you like the features? So, and what the car looks like. That's pretty easy to figure out for yourself. Well, yeah. I so, mean, the new, 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 that's what I'm saying. New car buying is totally different than buying, say, even 20 actually, years it's, ago. It's, well, yeah, it, it is different than years ago. But I, I mean, just, you know, make sure that once again, the test drive, the car fits you well and you're comfortable in it. Yes, personality. If it's, if it's a new car or a used car, it doesn't matter. And the second one, aesthetics. Do you like the way the car looks inside and, and the stuff it has outside? That works for new car buying also. Uh, uh, but more so, uh, both the inside and outside condition of the car play a large factor in value. Um, so a used car, you want to really take a look at this, make sure it works for you. Make sure to check out the interior, their upholstery carefully, along with repairs to the exterior of the car. That's not to say you shouldn't purchase a car that has been in a minor fender bender. Uh, those can be good cars too, uh, just as long as they're not totals or anything like that. And the car's been put back together properly, which is extremely important. But if you want to make sure the exterior was repaired professionally and the results are barely visible to the eye, that's for sure. You know, and you, you can actually, even if you're not a trained professional, if you start looking at the body lines of the car, like how the hood lines up, how the fenders, the gap between the fenders and the door on both sides, things like that, those are indicators whether a car's been in an accident and repaired properly or not. And I've noticed something. You normally pay attention to your body lines <laughs> the more you paid with your car. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Correct. Well, and if you start looking at these things, uh, if a car's been in a, a, yeah, a crash and it's it was repaired and it wasn't totaled and it was done by somebody, qual- a quality facility, you won't be able to tell the difference. Nope. And you can't tell anything. So the car looks just like it did when it was brand new. So it's all good. Um, and honestly, this day and age, you can almost fix any car if the price is right i mean you know what i mean even a body you could actually fix it right oh yeah absolutely if you it, but the problem with this a lot of these times when they get totaled out it's just because there's too much it's not that there's too much damage it's the price on the damage 
it's too much damage. It's the well, price to I know that, it. but I mean, it's not like it's it, it. It could be fixed, and it could be fixed right if you did it right. You know well, what I'm saying? Well, and some things you got to consider about if a car's been in an accident, um, such as is airbag deployment. If the car's like over six years old and it's had more than one airbag deployed, that's pricey. Well, that's the thing. It it goes over the value of the car often. Well, see, that's the because you can't buy used airbag. I mean, I understand why it's a safety. Thing. I get it, but you can't buy them. So that and, and there because it is a safety function, it, it is a pricier item in the first place. Yeah, you know what I mean, not only that, but um, besides the airbags and the stuff that goes around them to put the interior back together, um, you also have a lot of these modules. Once they've had what's called an uh, event, and an event is when an airbag deploys. Yeah, the module's no good anymore. It Those have to be replaced. It can't be reset. Yeah, that's right. That's right. So they have to be a new module has to be put in. So now the price keeps going up when it get, So when you if you if you get airbag deployments on a vehicle um, that's over six years old, a lot of times they total the vehicle because the cost of fixing that with all the body damage just over exceeds the value of the car. And as I believe an insurance company, I believe it's 52 percent. If you they exceed the value of the car by 52 percent, the repairs do they total it. Yeah, because the reason for that is. But that's the initial estimate. The reason for that is they don't know what else is going to be found when the body shop starts taking the part, car apart. So that 52% could go higher very quickly. Oh, yeah. yeah. Because so. once they get it apart, there's hidden damage. Correct. Just like a, a house, you know, before you pull the drywall off, you can't tell if there's mold behind there or whatever, you know, so. That's true. That's true. Same kind of idea. But in a crash, like I said, there's a lot of hidden damage there can be. So yeah. just one of those things without question. Um. So, yeah, just, you know, and then also, you know, uh, open the hood. Take a good look at the engine. Uh, does it look like something's been leaking oil or there's, a, uh, you know, a lot of rusty parts not looking good, et cetera? Never, uh, never good. Sorry, I yawned. It's early morning out of talk radio. It's actually kind of a relaxing morning. Here we are looking up, looking up, watching the sun come up. It's kind of a nice morning. It's always a nice morning. I, I do have to say I do love these studios here at uh, – uh, answer San Diego and stuff. Nice, pretty building. You know, we can see a crane out there building another place. You know, it's all cool. <laughs> just saying that It's one of those cool cranes that are like way up in the sky, too. It's not one of those. <laughs> yeah. What did you say, Brendan? Kevin talking right on top mm-hmm. of you. Sorry, I was saying you're in the, you're just saying that because you're in the air conditioning room and not in the other room. It's, it's exactly. Sometimes they move us around in studios here. It's really nice. So, yeah, you're right. It's not, it's not very hot in this room. The other one's extremely hot. So, and it, it is what it is. You know, but th- that one over there, we just work up sweat. You know, it's all good. Don't worry about it. It's all fine. We're still waiting on the uh, the coffee, though, so, that we talked about last week and see it didn't show up yet. So. Brendan said he's going to buy a little Starbucks card and push it through the building. <laughs> uh, I don't want to. Yeah, yeah, I'm not on to advertise for anybody, but uh, I'd prefer Pete's, please. <laughs> all good. All good. Anyway, so we're talking about buying used cars and what you need to do and things you need to look at, how important it is. Um to save you a lot of money without question and truly this show is more hinged around buying a used car um that's what we're talking about today and how to save you money so we talked about the aesthetics doing a good test drive always good things you can do yourself the leak test is another important thing on the vehicle any car that is leaking fluids is a red flag for a needed repair say it's not so oh it's so well <laughs> yeah, because my first thought is, what am I going to damage? What this is leaking? How much concrete am I going to damage at the house? How much am I going to damage on the car? Park I mean, in your neighbor's driveway <laughs> saves you the trouble. <laughs> park in their lawn. I would have parked in your driveway, but it's leaking, so I just left it in your lawn instead. Okay. Well, you know how I am about my driveway. So anytime somebody comes over, like like Zach, any car, Zach, Zach's cars, because he's at that age where. Yeah, well, he would never tell me if something was leaking, so I used to always be like, you park in the street. Don't park in my driveway. <laughs> Especially his friends. Not really Zach's, because actually Zach's car is obviously taken care of uh, at the Escondido location. <laughs> so, actually, I'm going to share a story about my son the other day. That, that uh, It was on a Saturday. Actually, it was last Saturday, to be honest with you. Um, so he he calls me. It's like 10 o'clock on Saturday morning. He's, he says... Uh, broken down on interstate eight i said what what he's all i'm broken down on interstate eight should i get towed up to escondido should i get towed to uh um to kearney Maser? should i get towed to el Cajon? where should where should i get what, what should i do and i was like well what happened and he's all it's all funny thing you have to understand my son yeah, when he funny. says funny thing i'm gonna be honest with you. it's all funny thing no, i think that's part of the generation he's all yesterday on the way home from work the battery light came on 
and he lives in Escondido, just to set the premise for all this. And he works in Escondido. And I said, it did. So you got up this morning. Was the battery light on when you left this morning? Then it drove all the way to San Diego. Yep. And he's all, yeah. And he's all, you know what I noticed was things stopped working along the way. Like the cruise control stopped and then the radio quit. That's and I was of- like, I was like, the car was dying, dying off the, living off the battery, Zach. Was the light on? Oh, yeah, it was on the whole time. I said, well, what's, what, what's it doing now? He's all, it ain't doing nothing. Everything quit. Or <laughs> was saying, please put me on live support. I'm, I'm, I'm losing modules slowly. <laughs> so my son drove the car until the battery is totally dead because the charging system's not working. So needless to say, he had to, I, had him, I said, you get towed up to Escondido because that way you're by home and stuff and you can get the car. It's easier and all that. I said, anyway, because so, they're not going to look at it until Monday. And they did. And it was an alternator and his car gets serviced and all taken care of. So it's just funny. Um, it's just funny. He's the son of a master technician. Well, the he, thing is, is thank see, goodness he, he's an electrician. No, he and got not out a, of the driveway, though. Funny. If I would have drove home and realized my light was on, I would have got out the next morning and the battery would have been dead. I, was, I wouldn't even have got out of the driveway. He, he made it all the way to San Diego somehow. I, I, I don't know. know. <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you. Not knowing, though, of things is takes often, you farther, doesn't it? it? Sometimes, sometimes you skim by, man. You think to yourself, God, that would never happen with me. Anyway. All right, folks. <laughs> You're listening to Auto Talk Radio on The Answer, San Diego and K-Praise. We're going to take our last break right here, and we'll be right back after these messages. There's more Auto Talk education and empowerment on the way here on Auto Talk Radio. Get on the line and get your automotive questions answered by the Auto Man here on Auto Talk Radio. Brian Bowersock, 888-344-1170. Now, here's more Auto Talk with Brian Bowersock. All right, folks, welcome back to Auto Talk Radio. We appreciate you joining us this wonderful April morning and uh, talking about vehicles and uh, vehicle uh, damaging maintenance mistakes that we see and stuff like that. Always good stuff. Hey, I do want to remind you, Auto Talk Radio is also brought to you by Interstate Batteries, a battery for every need. Interstate Batteries are the highest quality batteries out there. We do not stock nor sell anything else at the West Automotive Group for one simple reason. Uh, They are the number one recommended technician battery worldwide. If you need a battery for any of your vehicles, get an Interstate installed. All you got to do is go to westautomotivegroup.com, make an appointment, get in, and we'll install an Interstate battery for you. If you need a battery for any other need, anything that's not automotive related, you should check them out at their storefront. Because I'm telling you, they have a battery for every need. Uh, you can check them out at 9345 Cabot Drive in Miramar or La Mesa at 70th and University. Interstate batteries, a battery for every need. They are the highest quality batteries out there, no question. And if you looked underneath uh, our hoods of our vehicles or you looked uh, uh, underneath the motorcycle seats of our mo- motorcycles, you would find an interstate battery for sure. So good stuff. All right, so this morning uh, we are uh, talking about uh, dam- damaging mistakes. We got through, we talked about putting off scheduled maintenance, which uh, can have anything to do from fluids to, to uh, uh, you know, it could even have to do with brake pads, et cetera. Yeah. You know, you're not replacing them. Uh, we put a good eye on brake pads, and, and, and let's say they're down to three or four millimeters, and you say, nope, not going to do it right now. Actually, I saw a car in the other day had one millimeter, one millimeter, and they're like, well, I got to make it a few more weeks. I'm all, you're going to need rotors when this is done. <laughs> if you go far enough, you're going to end up needing uh, uh, calipers. An ambulance. That's a good one. Yeah, exactly. You're going to end up needing an ambulance if, you're, if your car don't stop and you run into something or for somebody. Um but yeah, you, you it's important not to put this stuff off. It just costs more money. So when you wait, you damage more components and the brakes are a good example of that. So you you actually put it off, goes metal to metal, you have to replace rotors or you have a caliper that hyperextends, you have to replace calipers. There's all kinds of things that uh cost more money and more time if you you avoid maintaining the vehicle properly so all, always good to uh make sure and uh um, service and repair your vehicle in a timely fashion versus waiting because like i said it gets way more expensive um so brakes were are, are a great example but uh lastly uh we were also talking about uh uh not changing engine oil which should probably be one of the first ones on here also but 
putting off schedule maintenance is kind of like not changing oil. So go go from there. And as you know, we've also talked several times about tire pressure, right? So um, just one of those um, items that uh, uh, is so important. If you run a tire low, you often destroy the sidewalls of the tire and it can become a safety issue. You might need an ambulance again, huh, Kevin? Yes. <laughs> we don't want that. So uh, it's a good idea check check tire pressure regularly. Every time we service vehicles at West Automotive Group, we always set tire pressure. Check it. Document it on your invoice so you know what it is. Um, try to keep the vehicle in good working order and the tires in good working order and not wear. Uh, the not checking tire pressure, this is a warning that's not heated nearly often enough, though. Uh, blowouts can cause accidents, and we really want to avoid accidents uh, on a vehicle. And uh, uh, obviously... For several reasons. A vehicle gets damaged. You could get damaged. Somebody else could get damaged you run into. Not a good thing. Uh, Underinflated tires take longer to bring the car to a stop. They perform worse in emergency situations and waste more fuel than properly inflated tires. Hey, remember the guy with the Jeep? Maybe his tires aren't inflated properly. (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. Pretty sure they are. Sounds like he's on top of his maintenance, and I know he's been in with our service, so we have definitely set the tire pressure. But minimum... You should check tire pressure once per month. So even when you're not getting your vehicle in, and, and once again, uh, if the temperature changes, tire pressure should be checked when the car's cold, not hasn't been driven far, right? Exactly. Yeah, because if you because the air expands when it gets hot. Correct. You don't want to go on a sixty mile freeway drive and then check the tire pressure because if you adjust it at that point, it's going to be extremely low when it's cold. Because you're right, air inside the tire expands and the pressure goes up as you drive the vehicle. Just one of those things that happens. I don't, not, I don't remember mentioning that a lot, folks. Most people know that, but uh, uh, just in case, um, make sure you set your tire pressure when your tires are cold and set it to the pressure that's recommended for the the uh, manufacturer, make and model of that vehicle. On a, It's located on a door sticker. If you open the driver's door, it's usually right there to the right on the door jam, and you can set up uh, uh, the tire pressure properly. So we're back to number five, which is neglecting coolant brake transmission and other fluid services. Um, not a whole lot to say. We t- talked about that quite a bit already with maintenance. Yeah, it's kind of like a, a another, yeah. Yeah, so we can't say enough, though. Make sure that you're servicing these fluids. It will prevent more expensive repairs. There's just no question about it. It will prevent more expensive repairs and save you money in the long run and also build value in your vehicle and you're able to drive the vehicle out, you know, further uh, and longer and you don't have to replace it. Um, one of the things that I often talk about or talked about uh, was that uh, um, if you service your vehicle properly, you can drive a vehicle over 250,000 miles and in doing so, you will save yourself a ton of money over a lifetime, almost up to $250,000 we talked about, huh? Yeah, what was the average car payment in this day and age? Three, 500 bucks? I would say car payments are probably more up around $500. I would and then add insurance. Yeah, uh, yeah, let's say 350 to 500 Then you throw on a new car, just and depending on how long you're financing it for. But regardless, the point is you're wasting a lot of money if you replace your car all the time. If you drive the value out of the car, you can surely get quite a bit out of it, drive it for quite a bit longer, get a couple years more, and save yourself money. Uh, cars, to me, are a way to get to and from and do whatever. I don't need the latest, greatest trend, uh, but uh, some people out there do. But, uh, you know, taking care of your vehicle, uh, your vehicle will give back to you and, and it will save you money in the long run. Uh, and this is a big one. We were talking about cooling that and the vehicle overheating. Continuing to drive when the vehicle is overheating. That gets quite expensive. When a vehicle starts to overheat, you should look for a safe place to get pulled over off the freeway right away, wherever it is, to a parking lot, side street. Shut the vehicle off. Let it cool down. Get it towed to a qualified facility to have it looked at and diagnosed. Or if you can check it, never take a radiator cap off off a coolant bottle or a radiator when a car is hot or overheating, right? You can burn yourself. Yeah, you got burned one time. Remember that? Yeah. We were on 9th Avenue. Had to- <laughs> One, but the radiator cap came apart and blew off on you, didn't it? Or the neck cap. I don't remember. Or the radiator broke or something. I remember that. You didn't take the cap off, but uh, um, it, it blew apart. I remember that. And uh, um, 
Kevin got, uh, I think you got third degree burns upside of your face, didn't you? Yes. Yeah, that explains a lot. Yep. <laughs> anyway, uh, you want to be safe. They, they, coolant, that coolant in that vehicle is at 240 plus degrees on a lot of vehicles these days. Well, yeah, because it's like a crock pot. That's why they put it under pressure because the boiling point comes down. Correct. So for every, so usually it's 16 pounds of uh, a pressure. And for every pound of pressure on the system, you lower the boiling, the boiling point. What is it? Two degrees? I forget Two that. Two or three degrees. I forget like the equation right yeah, there, but I know can, that it, so. it's way hotter in there. And as soon as you let the neck off, it comes back up. The boiling point comes back up to where it should be. And yeah, that's why at, it pops out. Yeah. When you go to atmospheric pressure, then yes. And it, and it that's why it's like a geyser when you do that. So don't uh, don't take a, a radiator cap off a recovery tank or a radiator when a vehicle's hot ever. Um, you can get burned and it's not good. Uh, but overheating a vehicle... Keep an eye on your gauges uh, on when dr- operating a vehicle. And, and if there is an issue and a vehicle starts to overheat, get to a safe spot and just shut her down. That's the best for the vehicle and best for you. Um, one, one of the mistakes that we see is not changing fuel and air filters. Um, fuel filters are a good one that I always want to talk about. Um, and reasoning behind that is, is because... Um, most of our fuel pumps are located where now, Kevin? In the tank. Okay. And and uh, so, obviously, they're more expensive. And we call them fuel modules, right? Yeah, because most of them have the fuel filter built into them now. It's not. In some of those, they do. And you don't change that unless you replace the module. No. Yeah. But vehicles that, that don't have the, that built into them, that have the fuel pump in the tank, there's two things. The fuel filter, if you have a fuel filter actually uh, available for replacement, it, it absorbs all the sediment crap protects the gets clean fuel up to the injectors etc and that but by not replacing that over a long period of time you end up with that filter plugged up and it makes the pump work harder yeah got to try to push fuel past all that um in turn where's the pump lowers the life efficiency what there's another thing that lowers life efficiency of in-tank pumps too that's important well there's running the tank too low Exactly. If you're one of those people that puts five or ten dollars in and runs it to empty, etc., the fuel in the tank, these pumps, they've designed them where the fuel actually cools the pump, and that's part of the job of the pump. So um, it's very important that it uh, uh, stays submerged. And if you're always running the tank extremely low, then that cooling effect's not working right at all. So um, just very important to make sure, and uh, uh, if you can. Keep a half tank or more of fuel in your vehicle is a great idea. The pump stays submerged. It stays cool. Extends the life of it. When we do see early pump failures, it's often because of those two two things happen. Not replacing fuel filters when they're available to replace and also um, running a tank low continuously. A lot of times younger drivers have those problems. So by not keeping fuel in your vehicle because you're low on cash, you just cost yourself an expensive repair, which is uh, replacing uh, the fuel pump. Tank has to come down. It's a big repair. So uh, uh, make sure and stay on top of that. Air filters, same thing. We talked about contamination getting through into the motor, right? Yeah. Yeah, we get tears in the filter uh, over time from contamination, and then it just starts sucking. It can cause mass air flow sensor failures. We get uh, we get contamination on hot wires, um, and uh, then you have to replace the mass air flow sensor or internal engine damage like wear. It's like just blowing sand into the combustion chambers, right? Yes. Rings going up and down, wearing things Scratching out. the cylinder walls. Yeah, all kinds of great things happen with it. So we want to prevent those items from happening along with it. Um, it kind of rolls back to staying on top of the maintenance thing without question, which is extremely, extremely happen, uh, uh, important and happens. Uh, so stay on top of that maintenance, make it happen, and uh, keep, uh, keep the vehicle in good working order far as that goes will help eliminate a lot of these uh the next one is uh one that uh is important uh not having your vehicle serviced at a qualified facility in other words uh, taking your vehicle someplace and having somebody that's not qualified do service or repair work to it can become very costly how often do we see vehicles come in that somebody's worked on kevin that just were not of the quality repairs that should be done right not, not as much as i used to but you still see it and then you have to go back and fix everything so it costs the customer double the price 
It does, and and sometimes those components can damage other components, right? Yeah, especially if you don't use a quality component or don't do the repair properly. Like I had a guy's truck, a GM truck, not too long ago. I had to go back and replace all the parts that they replaced all the ignition parts. Uh huh. But they didn't use factory GM parts, so and starting with it, everything had to be back. You know, the especially the aftermarket distributors for GMs. You know, in that like ninety ninety eight era. Uh huh. Aftermarket ones just don't work anymore, so you have to have a genuine AC Delco distributor in there. Correct. On on a lot of those things, we only in electronic stuffs. A lot of times, we only use OEM stuff, depending on what's available. Like but, that's what I told him. This, this is how we're going to start: new coil, new distributor. Everything's going to be AC Delco, and then we'll start over. And it fixed the problem. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, so the quality of parts is extremely important. There is no no question in mind when it comes to that. Um. It is just one of those things that you really need to uh, be cognizant of and make sure. And, and, and a qualified technician knowing what needs to be put on the car. So do we always use all factory parts and everything? No, there's some aftermarket stuff that's amazing that we use. But we know what is the highest quality for your vehicle. And when I talk about this often, like um, like Moog and, and, and stuff like that, when we're doing suspension components, aftermarket components, those, like ball joints, they're higher quality. Than they're the actually OEM. better than the, the manufacturers. That's right. So we often use those or recommend those on, on all kinds of things we do that. Um, but even quality factory parts fail. I just, uh, when I was working up in Escondido, covered for Tim, uh, I had a guy we I called about a coolant leak, and he said, uh, uh, I had my uh, a water pump replaced uh, six years ago. Uh, I don't see how it could be my water pump. And I went and looked, and it was the water pump, but it was a fat, and it had been replaced with a factory AC Delco component. But things still fail, no matter what they are. So, um, but the best thing you can do is take your vehicle into a qualified facility, such as like the West Automotive Group, where we know the best quality. We have the be- best qualified technicians. We diagnose the vehicle properly, do the repair, put the proper parts on the car. And it sure saves you a lot of time and money so you don't end up like Kevin was saying where a gentleman was in because he had to uh, still having the problem or the problem's worse or or they were servicing it and they created a problem that you didn't have before. So very important. Uh, it uh, just needs to uh, make sure the vehicle is diagnosed and repaired properly and not creating other problems as far as that goes for sure. Um. This one falls in line with what you were just talking about. Um, using generic aftermarket parts, <clears throat> parts that are not of the highest quality. Um, once again, I can't stress the point out taking your vehicle to a qualified facility that can make these judgment calls for you saves you a lot of trouble with this. Um, we do see a lot of offshore stuff that is not of the highest quality, right? Yes. So. Just be, and, and that's another thing. When you're quoting repairs or you're calling somebody for a price repair, you're often not comparing apples to apples. A lot of places will quote uh, uh, offshore um, very cheap components. We don't use any of that stuff at the West Automotive Group ever because we can't warranty it. And our minimum warranty on our service and repair and stuff we do is two years, 24,000 miles. So we want to make sure you have a peace of mind. You're covered nationwide and... You know, we put the proper stuff on your vehicle so it's fixed right the first time. Uh, you know, so knowing what, what to put on a vehicle is extremely important. Uh, you know, um, there's all kinds of things that you need to know when you're purchasing parts. And you need to know uh, what needs to be put on the vehicle, whether it's OEM, quality aftermarket, etc. But just making sure you do not end up with a component that is of bad quality, for sure. We want to avoid that, right? Yes. Yes, we do. Um, And I guess you said something we don't see it as much, you know? And I think that's because uh, vehicles coming in uh, that have been repaired incorrectly or that. And I think that's because we've washed out a lot of people because vehicles are so high-tech now. Yes. They just, people can't work on them, right? Yeah, nobody, nobody. It makes it harder. Yeah, there, you don't have a lot of people that want to work on cars like that anymore. No, no. Although I did, I, we do see things like uh, Miramar had a guy that uh, had to have his vehicle towed in. He broke broke all the studs on his wheel trying to do a bearing. And <laughs> it just, yeah, so, I mean, those kind of things can turn into a lot more expensive uh, job for sure. 
Um, but uh, it's very, very, very uh, important to have your vehicle inspected and fixed by a qualified technician uh, because those kind of uh, mistakes can turn into something dangerous if you were to lose a tire or something like that on the road, which turned into a very, very bad scenario for sure um, as far as that goes. So I guess my point to this all is, and, and what we're talking about is, is staying on top of your vehicle maintenance, having it repaired at a quality facility, and just uh, making sure that all the repairs are quality and done by somebody qualified and, and just staying on top of it. And you can extend the life of your vehicle and make it uh, you know, more worry-free for sure and know that it's safe when you get in the vehicle. So um, all those things together are why this uh, is important and what we're talking about this morning. And uh, uh, we really appreciate everybody joining us. Boy, the hour just flies by, doesn't yeah, it? Went wing. Yeah, Goodbye. went wing. Goodbye. <laughs> went wing. Uh, but uh, uh, we do love talking about cars, and we appreciate everybody joining us. And as I often say, you know, hey, make sure and tell your friends and everybody out there about uh, uh, that we're on 1170. Uh, we do appreciate everybody joining in, and we really enjoy doing the show. That's why we get up early in the morning to do it. We appreciate everybody that joins us and calls in and becomes part of the show um, because uh, you're are what help make the show great. And me and Kevin, we just love talking about cars. Cars are what we do. Yes. Yeah, that's all we do pretty much when it comes to work. So uh, uh, we do uh, we do like it. Any Anything else you'd like to add, Kevin, before we call, wrap it up as we're rolling down the clock here? No, just enjoy your weekend. Enjoy your weekend. Keep the rubber side down and the shiny side up, as always I say. Um, get your vehicle in for service. Jump on westautomotivegroup.com. We're happy to get you taken care of and helped out. And uh, we're here for you. If you have any questions or concerns, you can always email me at wet, brian at westautomotivegroup.com or autotalk at westautomotivegroup.com. They both come to me. I'd be happy to answer your questions, etc. San Diego and everybody out there, until next Saturday, be safe. Enjoy. Get your car out. Take her for a drive. We'll catch you next Saturday. This has been Auto Talk Radio on K-Praise at 1170 AM, The Answer. See you next Saturday. For answers to all your automotive questions, tune in every week at this same time for Auto Talk with Brian Bowersock. To learn more about Brian, become a guest or sponsor of the show, or if you have additional questions, visit thewestautomotivegroup.com. That's thewestautomotivegroup.com. And click on Auto Talk Radio. Join us again next week for more Auto Talk. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.